You wanted more, so here is episode 4. In this episode, we are heavy on the basketball talk, but we do get to speak on figure skaters, Justin Trudeau, and find new ways to lose potential sponsorships. We finally spent some money on decent audio equipment, so you can hear our manly voices in high-quality stereo. Let us know what you think about the show and fire us some questions, which we can answer on future episodes. On Twitter, at SixPackAndShade, or at email, SixPackAndShade at gmail.com. If you can handle the laughs and the controversy, turn it up, pop open a cold one, and join us for another Six Pack and Shade. Episode four, we have returned. We've made it to four episodes. That's pretty cool. Uh, I will say that's that's awesome. We have yet to land a sponsor. No, half a year maybe. Um, I've been I've been ha- holding meetings with people like Nike and stuff, but they're not really interested in sponsoring this wonderful show. Unfortunately, yet. Yet. That's the operative word here. So uh, we got the crew back, and uh, we have a new new setup. So I, th- I think it sounds a little bit better. I think it sounds better. I don't know what what people will think, but um, yeah, we all have microphones now, and um, we invested some money, and, and and well, I did, anyways. And uh, time times are tough for us. Yeah, no, it's true. But in order for us to break through that glass ceiling, we gotta invest in the money. And make us at least sound professional. I'll steal Just some money out of my foundation. daughter's piggy bank. <laughs> you could do that too. That'd be great. So here we are, uh, the, f- the five of us today, which is really nice. And uh, I'll go around the room. Nelson, how are you today? Good, good. How are you doing? You excited about uh, what what's going to be talked about tonight? Yeah, I actually have some knowledge. Well, I don't know if I have knowledge, but I can talk more to it. Well, of the other things that we've talked about, I don't have a lot to Tad. And and there's a reason for that because today it's going to be a lot of basketball, which it's timely because it is the NBA playoffs, and um, we do talk about a lot of basketball, even just in our personal time. So this is this is gonna make a lot of sense, hopefully. Uh, Nelson, what are you drinking over there? The Grolosh <laughs> Premium Lager from the Royal Grolosh of Holland. Okay, he's drinking Dutch beer. Dutch beer here. Dutch beer with the pop top. Looks pretty. Um, yeah. That's not bad. We'll, we'll get to your cherry in a bit. Just think about it. Remember. Remember the cherry. I'm sure that you don't have it in the mind. Cherry? Cherry the cherry tea. tea. The cherry, cherry tea. Okay. Jeff. Jeff is back again. Jeff is a mainstay. Good to be back. How are you feeling tonight? Tired, but ready to go. It's been a long week, yes. But uh, now it's... Fridays are for the boys, I think is what it is. No, it's Saturdays. Saturdays are for the boys. Well, it's almost Saturdays. Fridays are for podcasts. Oh, 
first Friday. First Friday. First Friday show for Every podcast. month for podcasts. Yes. Jeff, what are you drinking today? I am drinking a Granville Island Sunshine Coast Hefeweizen. Jesus. If you're not drinking Sunshine Coast, someone else is. <laughs> <laughs> and where is this lovely beer from? Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Home of the overpriced gas. Former home of the Sedin sisters. <laughs> Jeff being a big fan of the Vancouver Canucks. What are your thoughts on that, by the way? They're retired now, and are you okay with that? It's, a, it's about time. You know, They're one of very, you know, I guess, few players out there that can say that they've stayed their entire career for one, one franchise. I respect that. They didn't win a cup or anything like that, but I respect any player that stays for a franchise for the same time, for the same amount of time. If you saw Todd Bertuzzi on the street, would you still suck his dick? <laughs> No, because he would punch my lights out. <laughs> but, they, you know, they, they were close to winning a cup, right? They, they made it to the finals once. Yeah, yeah. They made, made it once. They had, a, they had a 3-1 lead that series, didn't they? And they, they, blew, they it. blew it. And uh, we all know when what happened. Rioted, right? That's when they rioted, yeah. Rioted. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, happy to be back and uh, excited for the topics on hand here today. And We're talking basketball. But that's, that's one of your favorites. Love it. Let's do it. Mike is back again, another one of our mainstays. Good evening. Mike is uh, obviously excited to be here. There's, there's such joy in his voice right now. And in his face. And in his face. Yeah, <laughs> I've been looking forward to this all week. He took notes just, just for everyone's benefit. He took notes tonight. So this is, this is his to win, I think. No, yours to lose, actually. Hey, you get out of it what you put into it, you know? Yeah, take note, guys. Yeah. Take note. He came prepared. What are you drinking today, Mike? Gone for a uh, Erdinger Weiss beer, uh, you know, in honor of Dirk Nowitzki, I guess. <laughs> oh, it's the German beer. It's the German beer, but uh, it's not really a craft beer, but uh, I just hadn't had one in a while, so I thought, why not? It's a mass-produced German beer. Weiss beer <laughs> from the Germans. <laughs> Kill the Jews. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, this is my intro, not <laughs> yours. <laughs> that just stepped it up. How, how excited are you to talk about basketball tonight? It's one of my favorite topics. Let's awesome. do this. Awesome. I think that basketball has been uh, something that we talk about so often that it's just fitting that we're going to talk all basketball today. And <laughs> that would be a nice segue into our uh, other guest, Cam McBurney, Mr. Basketball himself. That's me, Mr. <laughs> basketball. <laughs> You're going to find out tonight why he shouldn't be called Mr. Basketball, but maybe he'll surprise us. <laughs> you never know. Just like I might surprise you come our three-on-three basketball tournament <laughs> oh. where I bring my talents to a local court in YYC. It's been, it's been a while since I played, but hey, when you're natural, it doesn't really matter. I love it. I love it. What are you drinking tonight? Is that Cam McBurney or LeVar Ball over there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they look the same. What are you drinking? I am drinking <laughs> nothing other than the original Lucky Lager. And Ooh. for you Canadians out there, you know that this is pretty much the cheapest, <laughs> shittiest beer you can get. But it was established in 1934. Wow. Um, so they've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> um, and when you've been doing it that long, you've got to get something right, right? It, does it taste anything special? Uh, I don't know. It's, but you know what? I'm feeling lucky. So, I 
figured I'd go with a lucky lager. Lucky lager. That's fantastic. I think Boxer's got to be the worst shit. You've tried Boxer? I've had <laughs> one. I've never even heard of it. Boxer? Don't break about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we just lost them as a sponsor, so that's great. <laughs> Thanks, I think Thanks lucky Nelson. Lucky is not bad compared to Boxer. L- you know what? It's actually pretty decent. Lucky. It's smooth. Light. No, he likes it. Beer. Lucky is in the same um, group as, I think, Club. Right? Club's the other one. Yeah. That's the beer I used to drink in. Yeah. Bush beer. Back in uh, high school. High school days. Keystone. um, And Pabst. Old Milwaukee. Is it better than an Old English? O.E.? O.E., that's hard to just... Malt liquor? That's disgusting. But that brings me back. It's malt liquor. That brings me back to the good old days. And I I myself, I'm drinking a Tyski Grony from Poland. And I don't know a Poland accent, so... I can't do that, but it's uh, 5.3% alcohol of Polish goodness. Tastes like pierogies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson, who is your charity? Who are you playing for today? I think myself. <laughs> <laughs> the charity, though, is help Nelson get his addiction or wean himself off the shoes. The, the it's very addiction. difficult lately. I feel like it's just it's growing in intensity. Uh, this charity is just of one person. Let's be honest. It saved Nelson's fucking marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is actually yes. But so it's a charity of one person. Charity of one person. All right. Actually, it's probably more for my wife to be honest. So <laughs> it's it's a charity for two people. <laughs> Help, Nels- Help save Nelson save Nelson's marriage by getting him. <laughs> To stop buying sneakers. I, I like to do acronyms. I can't get that one. That's a, that's a pretty long <laughs> title for a charity. If, if your wife kicked you out of the house, which pair of shoes would you put on to leave? <laughs> that's a good question. I probably would have all of them out on the driveway because she probably would have thrown them all out but onto you have the driveway. But then you have to choose one to leave with. You oh. choose all of them? Like, what, which, which Ooh, pair would you put one. on? I think I'd take the Jordan 11s. Oh! The yeah. most beautiful shoes, I think, in mm. the world ever made. Actually, I believe this charity is more uh, directed toward his two daughters because um, if he were to get divorced, his daughters might have daddy issues when they grow up, and we all know what daddy issues lead to. Daddy issues lead to insecurities, which lead to <laughs> developing self-esteem uh, by taking your clothes off, which leads to becoming a stripper, which leads to becoming a hooker, which leads to the dark side. <laughs> you went from shoes to Star Wars. Wow. That's but pretty the, good. Uh, well, all Black Jordan. May the fourth. Oh, oh. <laughs> may, may the fourth be with you. I almost made it through a whole day without doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Maybe we can talk about this is us later. <laughs> that could be that could be his foundation. He's his chair he's going to play for. Maybe, maybe it might that be. That season is done already, right? How would you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's about that time when like TV shows are done for the year. Yeah, usually this is a season finale time. Jeff, who are you playing for today? I'm playing for Bill Cosby today. <laughs> Free Bill. He's, Free Bill. He's been waiting for that for like months, I think. You know, and this was an American hero to a lot of people uh, back in the day. But, you know, this whole, the way they... They went after him, you know, years later. It doesn't, it doesn't count as, it doesn't count as rape 
or anything like that if you get busted 10 years later or 30 years later. So it's okay to drug a woman and force yourself on them? He drugged him, but he did years ago. But why, but why are they just coming out now? Why 30, 40 years later? That doesn't make sense. Why didn't they do this back when it happened? I don't have an answer for you on that. <laughs> no, and that's why we need but to free not, Bill. And but it's not rape, so there's a, st- like there's a time limit? I don't know. Would just like, free Bill Cosby, all right? Would like, you like uh, to defend Kanye West while you're at it? Kanye! No, I'm not a fan of Kanye, but free Bill Cosby. You know what? He's Mr. Huxtable, goddammit. <laughs> free Bill. All right, the Free Bill Foundation from Jeff, which Nelson doesn't like very much, but that's okay. Mike, Just asking questions. That's fair. That's fair. But that was going to get to a, another whole avenue that we were not ready for right now. Mike, who are you playing for? Here to represent, and again, I wish I had an acronym for it, but it's the Ballers Who Can't Say No to Weed Foundation. <laughs> uh, this is a problem in the NBA that no one is talking about. Uh, Stephen A. talks about it all. Yeah. Get off the weed. J.R. Smith, you can Stay tell when he's on the, the weed. weed. Get off the weed. <laughs> so you're playing for them? I'm playing for them. You know what? And if i got to promote some league-wide testing for this, maybe that'll help everybody. That, you know, the, the, whole, the whole topic of drugs in sports and professional sports, that would be a good topic to discuss at some point in time. I think that's going to generate a lot of discussion. A little more on the heavy side of what we typically talk about, but that's that's a good topic. I think that everyone has a little bit of an interest in. It's going to be tough to ban it when this country's going to legalize it. <laughs> I was going to say they, they didn't legalize it in the U.S. or in certain states. They did, right? In certain states. So that means just the the performance of the athletes will go down whenever they play in those cities or states, or when they come up to Canada for. Well, I don't know. Is weed even legal in the NBA? No, they don't test for it. Right. Because they know if they did, they'd have a huge problem. There'd be no more players, probably. Yep. That would be an issue. Okay, so. But, yeah. Jimmer Fredette might still be playing in the league. He'd be the MVP. Yeah, him and Sean Bradley would still be playing. And and probably Kyle Korver and J.J. Redick and Inglis and Ricky Rubio. No. <laughs> Any other I white players you'd like to mention? <laughs> I think I'm insinuating why people don't smoke <laughs> weed, apparently. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Cam, who are you playing for today? Well, uh, today I am playing for, um, this is actually a, something that's pretty big in the news the last few days. Um, I believe we have a very great candidate for the Nobel Peace Prize this year. And so I'm going to, my charity is going to help support make this happen by raising funds um, to, I don't know, threaten people to make, to vote for them or something. But I'm voting for Kim Jong-un as the Nobel Peace Prize this winner this, this year as... Um, In what category? Peace? Peace. World peace. <laughs> World peace. That, did you see the video of him and the uh, South Korean leader? That Shaking was incredible. Hands? It was incredibly touching. Holding hands, those two At little Korean boys that run their <laughs> respective countries. Man, that, you know, it was just very touching to watch um, them cross the demilitarized zone. And, um, and then Kim Jong-un motioned over to the South Korean prime minister and brought him over to North Korea. I just thought it was touching. And 
I believe he should win the Nobel Peace Prize. So I'm playing for Kim Jong-un. Because everyone hates him. I, th- I believe he's actually deep down a great person. So in the category of world peace, the Nobel Peace Prize, Kim, Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un, 100%. We are Stop looking at me like that. This is a very good charity. <laughs> very we, important charity. We are one Best ph- charity. We are one photographer and two costumes away from me and Nelson able to recreate that picture. <laughs> <We> sh- <laughs> that would actually be incredible. Some, maybe some, somewhere on Stephen Avenue. <laughs> So, just, just I would, that's actually a it's fucking a awesome thought. idea. It's just a thought. That YouTube vi- vi- viral. viral. That YouTube video would go viral. It go viral. Holy fuck! <laughs> Have another lucky fucking beard. Jesus Christ! The lucky logger has hit Cam hard already. Man, oh man! All right. As you guys know, it is uh, points that I award all night that convert to seconds, that converts to time for your rant at the end of the show. Ranchers Market. So let's get started with our first segment, which we love to call This or That. In, in this segment, uh, I'll ask a question, and you will first decide which of the two answers to go with. I'll award points accordingly. If you're in the majority, I think I award uh, the points. So you want to be on that side, typically. And then uh, if it generates more discussion, let's do that, all right? So again, this is basketball-based today. Uh, the first question I have, I have, is um, related to the the modern game and um, what has impacted the game, the modern era of basketball, more: the Euro step or the three ball, which is the three point, the three pointer. So I'll start with Nelson. I think the three ball. Three ball. Okay. Yeah. Hold that. Hold that thought. Jeff? Yeah, I'd agree. Three ball. Three ball. Three ball. Three ball. Euro step. Euro step. <laughs> so we'll, st- we'll start with Nelson. Three ball. Why has the three ball impacted the game more lately? I think mainly because the way that teams play now, um, you almost, like, the, the big man game is almost becoming obsolete um, because you can't keep a, a, a big man out there on the floor because you got all these shooters that are shooting threes and so they become a liability in a sense and and all these players are becoming such good three-point shooters like you have to start defending further and further out which opens up the game further so great like i'm going to be the last pick in our so three on three game <laughs> <laughs> what's it i'm going to be the last pick in our three on three game yes that's probably true but who else can shoot I a can't three? Can't shoot three, so it doesn't really help. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, do you want to add on to that, or or? I think I, I just think the the pace of the game has has changed so much, and I think a lot of it. There's a couple of contributions to that. I think one has to do with uh, just the players, and you know how you know, the the work that they put into their bodies now, and all that stuff too, and like how f- how fast these players are. They're bigger. They're stronger. Um, I think they've put a lot more in their game in the off season than I think maybe the guys in the '90s did. Um, but I think also in addition to that too, I think also the the way the NBA has changed from a rules perspective has opened the game up a lot more, uh, which you know you can't get on get as play as tight defense and hand check as much, which gives shooters much more space to open up with. And you know with the likes of uh, you know some of these guys out here are like six eight six nine and can run the floor, penetrate and spread the the offense out a lot more. I think it just frees up. Um, 
a heck of a lot of shooters. And I think that's just the way the game has evolved over the last 10, 15, 20 years. And um, I'm, I wouldn't say the big man has obsolete. I think the, some of the big guys have are now evolving into bringing that, incorporating that into their game as well too. So that's if you got a big guy out there shooting threes as well too, like that's how the game has evolved. You don't rely on a guy who's seven foot down on the block all the time. They now are, want him to work on his three as well too. So I think the rules of the right. game has uh, allowed that to happen. And I also think just the, the just the way the the players are these days and the athletes and the size of these guys and how fast they are and how much work they put in now year over year. I think that's just contributed to all this. Mike, thoughts on that? I think it's obvious <laughs> the three ball has changed the game. Uh, but I do find it interesting. I see more and more big men starting to adapt the Euro step, which was a point guard move when it came into the league. Uh, but guys like uh, Greek Freak, even Joel Embiid, they're making use of this now, and they're so long, they can. They're picking up the ball at the three-point line. Yeah, and do a Euro step. They're at the at the rim. So, um, I, I still think it's the three ball that's that's changing the game, but the Euro step could be developing right behind it now. I think the the other thing too worth noting is the three ball is important uh, in that you can develop that early on. Like as a teenager, you can start shooting threes. Up. Some of them are not big enough to, s to play big yet. So p shooting the three ball as early as you can uh, would just help you develop that and then continue to do that way. And then when you see that it, how effective it can be, that's the key, right? That's the key. So Well, and you, look at, you look at <laughs> Stephen Curry, who's probably one of the smaller players, and look how much he's influencing the way all these kids are starting to play ball. How dangerous he is. Well, and then you see, like, Fuck you, you, Mike. you hear about, uh, like, parents watching like their kids basketball games and these kids are all shooting up threes from like half court yeah games i'm seeing like that, that right it's yeah it's yes. insane to watch kids shooting three-pointers like nine-year-olds shooting three-pointers from half court because that's what they think is okay you said Eurostep cam i did because you have a hard-on for james harden though hard a hard, a hard, a hard, a hard on, on for harden, harden? Mm -hmm. well i am from h-town so I'm just Here we go again. representing Space City. Here we go. Um, I lived there for a long time. I'm American. Jesus Christ. And <laughs> I love South Texas, and I love my Rockets. Kay. So, yeah, we're talking about Eurostep. You know what? I, to be honest, I don't even know what the fuck the Eurostep is. <laughs> I just said it because all you guys said three points, so I just wanted to add a little spice to this show because... Let's be honest, the show is running out of cash flow really quickly, and we need wow. something to spice things up. If, so if you saw the equipment, if it's controversy no is going to be my issue. way of, <laughs> of doing this. So, um, yeah, we, we need some fucking money because look at this. We don't even have stands. We have to fucking hold these microphones, apparently 2.38 inches from our mouths for perfect sound. Okay, so Lynn Dion has to do it, so shut up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, that's why I chose my answer. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> Second question. Um, in, in the season that we've seen so far, one of the lingering stories that has persisted has been what the hell's going on with Kawhi Leonard and why hasn't he been playing? He's played for a few games this season. I think back in January he played for a few games. But then he was on the DL again, and then now he's off the shelf and he's not playing for the rest of the season. Obviously, the season's over. But for the most part, it was an injury that happened last year, and it 
caused issues in terms of when is he going to play and so forth. So in the whole dynamic of things, the Spurs have asked him to come back, and then he comes back, and then when is he coming back? The whole nine yards. So in the saga of the Spurs versus Kawhi Leonard, whose side are you on? I'm going to start with Cam this time. Do you, um, do you know who? I'll, I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> I'm a little bit confused here. Uh, Jacques Climey, he's an ex, he's a retired CFL wide receiver. Uh, you're telling me he's, play, he's playing basketball now? I, I don't know. Yes. I, I thought he was, you know, and he does commentary for TSN. So now, now he's in the NBA and he's stirring no, shit no, up. No, 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 no. It's, it's Kawhi Leonard, not I Jacques Climey. Jacques Climey. No, no. Okay, well, I'm Kawhi done. Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, the Spurs or the or Kawhi Leonard? Whose side are you on this? Spurs. Spurs. Okay, he's on the Spurs side. Oh, Spurs. Spurs. Yeah. Spurs for sure. Yeah. I think neither. Neither. Yeah. He's doing the fence sitting. You can't do that. So better, you're you're better explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so did, first of all, before we get into the discussion part, did any of you read that article on ESPN? Yes. 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 We all did. Okay. No. <laughs> Cam didn't. He's he's still worried about the CFL over there. Um, so this, when when you read that article, did that reinforce your opinion? Like, are you for sure now definitely on the Spurs side because yes. of that article? Yes. S- same. Yeah. Y- y- and you, Nelson, no. you were still on the f- you were on the fence I'm before. The f- well, I don't think I really knew where things were going there. Okay. But after reading it, I'd almost say like I think they both kind of had a hand in it. Okay. Okay. They're equally so, guilty. So we'll start with you then. Yeah. Well, based on that article, when I read it, you know, I think. I think Kawhi was genuinely like injured and well like not that he wasn't injured but I think he was just uncomfortable based on the opinions that he was getting from the Spurs doctors and I think he was just he was being cautious and I think the Spurs were just starting to get frustrated because they're like well our guys cleared cleared you so you know come and play but I think as they got more and more frustrated. They just stopped. They're just getting more and f- more frustrated, and I think they started airing it out more and more to the public. Mm-hmm. When I think if you tried to keep it internally, then maybe this wouldn't got to be such a mess. Okay. And and historically, Kawhi has never really been a problem. A problem. So yeah, it's hard to believe that he's making this big of a fuss at mm-hmm. this stage. Okay. But now I'll jump to Mike. You're on the Spurs side of this. I am, and I think that ESPN article uh, confirms that there's some people behind Kawhi that are maybe giving him some bad advice. And, uh, you know, the, the best example, I think, of that is why is he in New York? He should be closer With to the, the team. team. Yeah. Uh, especially the playoffs. Like, why is it acceptable for him to be in New York while his team's in a playoff game? If he's not playing, I think he should be on the bench. And, and, and it sounds like it's advice he's getting. Just yeah. to chase other and doctors. how can you, how can you do this to a coach like Popovich? Yeah, uh, I mean, if you're going to do it to him, he'll do it to anybody. We have we do have a love for Popovich, so I think that kind of influences us a little bit too. Like if it was any other coach, let's let's say it was Coach uh, Fitz. Do we care? Not really. I don't I don't care about Coach Fitz very much. Oh, by the way, the new the New York Knicks new coach was Coach Fitz. Fizdale. Fizdale. Fiz. Take that for data. Mm. Fitz. I call him Fitz, but. Deal, yeah. He's a good coach. That's a good hire. You think so? I do. Okay. Yeah. Something went down in Memphis, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he shouldn't have been fired. Anyways, that's you, Spurs. Yeah, Spurs. To, to Mike's point, I think um, you know the Spurs have been 
such a class act organization for the last 25, 30 years. They've had nothing but success. They've, they've have the right roadmap and they draft the right players. They have the right system. They have the perfect coach. Why anybody would, um, you know, treat their organization, their coach and their teammates this way, um, is beyond me. And, and, you know, I agree with Mike in terms, I think it's not maybe so much Kawhi because I think Kawhi is such, he's one of those silent superstars, right? He doesn't like the attention. You know that he was getting past the torch once Duncan retired, but I don't know if he was ever that type of player that truly wanted something like that, which is okay. But I think there's some, there's the people that he surrounds himself with in his camp. I think they are pulling the strings there on this. Yeah. I think they want to see him because they know now that the league is trying to market him a lot more and they have seen what superstars have done in San Antonio before, although it's a great organization. They win. Uh, they have the right system in place. Um, I think his camp looks at this as an opportunity to say, look, like you can be a lot more than this and let's try and leverage this to perhaps get yourself out of there and let's get you in a much bigger market and stage where you can really make the big bucks. So I think it's, I think it has some, I think it has all to do with his camp. But there's something there's something strange what the camp is doing because they, in the article they did mention that they turned down uh, a, a sponsorship deal with Jordan, like Jordan wants to renew a sponsorship deal with right. Leonard and they turned it down. So, like, what is the purpose of that? If if they're trying to market him to be a big deal, why would you take him off of that? And it was um, more than five million a year. It was a lucrative deal. So there's something. The, whatever I guess it's getting, his uncle that's part of his team now. Yeah. And like the article pointed out, the rumor is he wants to start his own sports oh, agency. Sports agency. Mm. And that could be it. He's maybe he does want him in a bigger market so he can, you know, grow his own his own agency. But yeah, I mean, you know, something. I, this is not what Kawhi would do. I think. No, and I think it, a lot of this boils down to like you know again like when guys get into the league and they start, you know, making a name for themselves and they start becoming these all stars and superstars and box office players. They they need to surround themselves with the right people. You know, you go back and you look at what LeBron did in terms of his decision going down to Miami. Do you think it, that was all of his plan and idea in terms of how he went about announcing that? I don't think it was. No. I think the Boys and Girls Charity thing was probably a LeBron decision, but in terms of televising that, that was probably somebody within his camp. Poor and that choice. Wasn't the right, Poor and that, choice. And that was, that was wrong. And now mm -hmm. these guys are planting these seeds in Kawhi's head, perhaps, um, and doing this to an organization that has been the top one of the top organizations most successful organizations the last 20 30 years mm -hmm. it just it doesn't make sense so i think i think there's a lot more to this story but i think if anybody is to blame i think it's gonna be, i think it's more Kawhi's camp than Kawhi. sure so that's why you're on the spur side yeah yeah all right yeah no it's it's unfortunate because uh, i think we all agree that uh the spurs organization is classy Kawhi before all of this seemed to be pretty classy and all of a sudden, something's amiss, and it's it's really causing that that friction. That I don't even think Leonard's going to be back next year to to the Spurs. I think whatever they're going to agree to, they're going to kick Leonard out of there and say go somewhere else. We There's so many articles that are saying like they're trying to trade him now. Yeah, like he'll Kyrie for Kawhi. That's what you want to see. Think about it. Not going to happen, but that's what you'd like to see. I can see that happening. Love it. You love it. Look at Rozier, what he's doing in the playoffs right now. You don't think they need Kyrie? Can you imagine anymore? healthy Hayward, Rozier, Tatum, Leonard? Oh, that that does. Just think. All you need, you can get a backup point guard. That yeah, yeah. I, don't well, know, I know that's topic for dozen, another day, but yeah. like that, I thought about that today. Yeah, I was like, that point. would be a Boston would be scary if that that's happened. That's where he's going to end up going. 
Either that or Anthony Davis is going to Boston at some point. Ooh, scary. The Celtics look scary. This is how rumors start. Yep. I like it, though. What's it? This is how rumors start. Get your <laughs> headphones. You could fucking hear me. <laughs> Can we borrow them? Can we borrow yours? No. no. Next. Somebody did to me. He just ripped it off him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> next next last gonna, question. He's going to talk to his beer and drink out of the mic. <laughs> last, last question of this segment. Um, before the playoffs started, Las Vegas oddsmakers had the Warriors and the Cavs doing a finals rematch for this year. And now we're in round two, midway through round two, and it is possible that, like, it's starting to look like it could be head that way. So I checked the odds makers yesterday, and they say that the Cavs Warriors is still the overwhelming favorite to make the finals this year. Do you believe that should be the favorite? If you asked me before game two yesterday, <laughs> I would have said no. But after watching LeBron yesterday, I'd say yes. Okay, you're bought in. Um, yeah, I mean, especially now that Curry's back healthy. Yes. Good? No, I'm not convinced at all. Not convinced? These playoffs are proven to be quite unpredictable. I believe it will be Golden State and Cleveland. Oh, very powerful. Let's start with the, the one that's off here. You don't believe that it's going to be Cavs-Warriors? How come? Because I think the Rockets can handle the Warriors if need be. Um, but as we've seen, a lot of unexpected results so far. So I can't think, I don't think you can say that I'm convinced that it's going to be Warriors-Cavs. I'm, I'm worried if the Cavs run into the 76ers. Um, I mean, the Jazz and the Rockets series isn't settled. Pelicans just whipped the Warriors tonight. They like did a number on them. So. A lot of unexpected results here. Let's go to Cam here for this one. Yeah, well, we all know I'm not exactly the basketball expert in this group. Even though he's Mr. Um, basketball. <laughs> um, you know, you had to switch up eventually because I have I am the reigning champion. I've won the last two episodes, so I, I knew this was going to come, but whatever. You'll have your fine. Have your uh, have your day in the sun. But uh, uh, someone missed the, the reason why I think it's going to be uh, the Warriors and Cavs. It's just one of those things where, you know what, you might based on the regular season, you might think it's going to be the Raptors and Rockets. That's what I want personally. That's what I'm cheering for. I think we all like that. You know. um, I just I don't know. I just don't think it's going to happen. Like we've just seen the Raptors. I don't know. You know, it just when they get to the playoffs. They, they just don't seem to quite have it. And the first, I know. They become extinct. Oh, <laughs> that's true. He's been waiting all show for that one. Um, but yeah, it's just, you, you saw it last night and, and just, I don't, to me, it looked like the Raptors didn't even know how to attack Cleveland. Like they just looked indecisive. And I think LeBron is in their heads. And, you know, if, if Cleveland complete Toronto, I feel like that's, that's where it's headed. That's the biggest challenge I think Cleveland would have is Toronto to get okay. to the final. Now, on the, in the Western, Western Conference, again, it's one of those things. Houston, great regular season team. James Harden, great regular season player. But you look at his playoff track record. Look at him last year. He, he gave up. You remember that his yep. final game last year? People yep. thought he was paid off. It's a good memory. That's yeah. how bad he played. Yeah. And, you know, 
yeah, in game two, you saw them struggle, and it just it's, Houston's one of those teams. It reminds me of uh, a little bit of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers, when they're on all cylinders, they're phenom- they look like nobody can beat them. But then they show up one week, and they'll lose to – Five interceptions. Yeah, they'll lose to fucking – virtually Cleveland like yeah. and you wonder if it's mind mind-boggling and I see that with Houston and and the Warriors again like I feel like th- with the Warriors and Cavs this year they don't go all out in the regular season because they know how to win in the playoffs they you may, maybe save a little energy for the playoffs and, and then when it's playoff like time peak. yeah okay maybe you don't have home court the whole way through but they I, I think win. they got the swagger and they just know when they're in the playoffs, they're in their comfort zone, yeah. where other, whereas other teams aren't. So I hope it's not going to be that way, but I can definitely see it being Warriors and Cavs. Let's go with Nelson. Yeah, no, like, um, I think just watch. I mean, obviously, we didn't see the game tonight with the Pelicans beating the uh, the Warriors, but when the Warriors are on, I just don't see how anyone can beat them. I mean, you see glimpses of it with, uh, with the Rockets, but when push comes to shove, these Warriors, they just they just know how to get it done. Um, and they've been playing together for so long now. Um, they just know how to play well, right? And they don't have to rely specifically on one person all the time. Um, whereas I always thought, like, it wasn't going to be a done deal for Cleveland to make it out of the, the East. But watching last night, like, when LeBron's on and everyone is helping him, like, they're, they're, they're kind of unstoppable. Yeah. Like, that's like what he we've couldn't miss anything, and that's the problem. Is like Cam said, I think LeBron is in Toronto's head, but I think he just, I think he's kind of just figured it out how to how to get it done when it counts. That's and that's the scary part. They're they're so good already as it is, and they just slump when it's LeBron all by himself. But when he's got the backup and he's playing out of his mind, like he has this whole playoffs. Uh, they're they're dangerous, and I think as they start to figure it out more and more, it just gives them more momentum that they're just like, oh yeah, we can easily do this, right? Oh yeah, they can. Yeah, so. they totally can. Jeff, um, I don't, yeah, I, I just think like you know, just starting with the Cavs, I think they they went through a lot of changes during the regular season, so there was never any sort of uh, you know, pr- they probably never even developed full team chemistry for a while. It took them a while to figure out everyone's roles. There's a lot of turnover, new players coming in, different starting lineups, coaches, you know, on health leave and all that stuff too. So, you know, Cavs are just the type of team where, you know, they can, they'd be okay as a fourth or fifth seed, right? But when they get into that playoffs, they can just turn it up. Now that Indiana series, that was scary. You know, they were easily one or two, you know, shots away from probably even losing that series. But the win that they had last night against Toronto, that is a type of win that can completely change the way that team functions moving forward right like that that's it's a brutal loss for toronto great win for cleveland and i think that cemented their path to the finals um you know even if boston boston or philly when they if they mean the east final they don't have enough experience or firepower to keep up with cleveland i really don't so like, you're, you're with cam basically that the, yeah. the raps are the biggest challenge they, 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 yeah they are they are um but i think you know i think the raps again they just they freeze come playoff time they do. It's something about Cleveland and LeBron that they just they they're they're terrified of. It's it's a LeBron's mental. It's something number. mental. Yeah, it's something mental up there with, with that entire team. Now, when it comes to when it comes to the West, again, like I think Houston is a f- great team to watch. I think we can all sit here and say we want a uh, Ro- Rockets Warriors final uh, West Finals. But now that Curry's back, 
and you know with their experience in the playoffs you know making deep runs year after year um, I think that could that that is going to be enough to put them past Houston I think it's going to be a great series I think if they meet and I think it's going to be a long series if they meet but I think at the end of the day I think you know Golden State with their experience and firepower there they just they have they just have a little bit more ammo to them than I think Houston does no that's that's true that's true. I, I personally don't think that uh, the Warriors are going to have an easy time with the Rockets still. Um, but the Warriors should get past the Rockets. I believe that too. Let's give the chance a, or the Jazz a chance to win that series. I, the Jazz, they look, they've looked good. They're not going to get past the Rockets. They, they just you, – you're talking experience and experience and so forth. So I'm, I'm with the Rockets on that one. They'll they'll make it a long series, but the Rockets going to come through. I think if Rubio didn't get hurt, I think it would be a different series, because now they got to rely on Donovan Mitchell more. When they relied on him the whole playoffs, though, but Rubio's been good a couple times, but still Mitchell's. How long are they saying Rubio's out for? They didn't really say, but Rubio just like gives them a different like look, right? Yeah. Whereas like with Mitchell, main guy, like you can hone in on him a little bit more. Yeah, I mean he's the he's the he's the offensive danger. And don't Ingles, forget about Ingles. Ingles, yeah, Ingles is the other one. The guy's a sharpshooter, extraordinaire. Getting Ingle with it. <laughs> All right, points for everyone. I'll tally them up. But that is uh, this or that. Next, we are going to move on to the brewery. The next segment is the brewery, where we uh, open up some discussion on open-ended topics. And just get your opinions uh, of, of the question. And um, I, I sort of open it up to the floor and just have a nice little heated debate, we'll call it. And I uh, award points based on what I think is the most relevant responses, what's the most entertaining responses, and so forth. So, um, yeah, whatever whatever chaps your lips or whatever. I don't know. What do you want to call it? First question. Whatever your balls. Whatever wets your balls. That's great, too. Whatever wets your balls. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so the first question we have is um, scenario-based. You have $20,000. Whatever sniffs your dick. <laughs> points. I'm giving you points for that. <laughs> you have $20,000. Whatever tickles your asshole. See, you're way better at it than I am. I just chapped your lip. That's what I, I said chapped your lip. I didn't tell that. So you have, you have more. <laughs> you're getting points already. Don't worry about it. You're catching up. If you win this one. Oh, this would be the upset of the fucking century if I were to win this one. Well, I don't know about that. But. <laughs> There's been other upsets, big ones. Uh, the first question, you have $20,000 to spend on season tickets tomorrow. Okay? Which team in any sport will get your money? We'll start with Cam this time. Calgary Vipers. I said you have twenty thousand dollars. Oh, not to buy the franchise. Oh, not to buy the franchise. Just season oh, tickets. Oh, okay, okay. Season okay, tickets. Okay, okay. Oh, like have seats. another okay. beer. <laughs> seats. Two okay. seats, maybe. Um, Any sport. Obviously, I'm a huge Blue Jays fan, but buying tickets to the Blue Jays, what a boring answer that would be. Okay. Uh, NFL, man, it'd be tempting. There's a lot of good teams. I'd like to see, you know, Seattle, Pittsburgh, maybe, Philly. Which I happen to pick as Super Bowl, Bowl winner in episode three. Uh, but anyways, enough about me. Um, 
I'm going to switch it up and surprise you a little bit because I, I haven't been the biggest hockey fan in the last few years. Oh. But I might spend my 20K on the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Wow. Hey, it's in Vegas. So after every game, I'm going to be at the nearest fucking strip club gotcha. doing lines off a stripper's fucking ass. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, just the the energy in that fucking arena right now and the 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 spectacle that is Las Vegas hockey. Yep. And I'm a goalie. I love goalies. And I'm a big fan of Marc-Andre Fleury. Marc-Andre Fleury. He looks good in the black and gold. Is we oui, oui, And oui. Uh, so, yeah, I would just uh, obviously have a quality team. They might take it to the cup this year. But the you've seen the pregame there. It's like, it's it's a like show, you're yeah. in a fucking Vegas hotel, right? Unreal. It's and City yeah, I, I think it's just it's where it's at right now. So I'm going to go with uh, Las Vegas hockey. I like that. A good answer. Let's let's jump over to Nelson. Twenty thousand dollars. This one's a tough one, but uh, I'm a big basketball fan. But Shoot secretly, convention. I'm a very big f- football or soccer fan. Oh, I was going to say um, football. Mm. And uh, I would actually go with uh, Liverpool uh, Football Club. Um, Liverpool. They've uh, LeBron's team? LeBron's team. He made a $6 million investment about seven years ago, and it's worth about $32 million now. Problem is, I think twenty k might only get you tickets to one game there, not <laughs> season <laughs> tickets. But. Maybe. That's true. We it's, don't know uh, for sure. But you know, when, you, when you convert it over to euros or, uh, sorry, to pounds in that case. But, uh, yeah, they've, uh, the, they've got a, a coach there that's been there for about two years. He came over from the – the German league and he's really turned around that team and the Bundesliga, the Bundesliga, <laughs> and uh, you know they're they're fun to watch. They're they're crazy on offense. Their defense is really shitty, but it's been getting better. But they've made it to the the Champions League final this year, and that's a big accomplishment for for what they've done in about the two years that he's been there. So I I think they're they're going places. They're going to be able to attract more players and. Uh, the type of play that he has, uh, Jurgen Klopp, it's uh, it's pretty phenomenal to watch. So. Jurgen Klopp, who also owns the Erdinger. You say you're going to take a dump? <laughs> Bless you. I was <laughs> saying the coach's name, Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp. From, uh, German. He's German. He's the German. Where's the beer? <laughs> Liverpool. Golden Knights. Um, it, you know, to Cam's point, uh, you know, there'd be a couple of a couple of NFL clubs that I would, I would love to have season tickets to. But the thing with the NFL is you're only good for about what eight games, eight home games, a couple well, exhibition games. So I don't think that would be. Well, you don't think about value. We're not trying okay. to think about value. I know. It's not a question on economics. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a big. Uh, you you <laughs> say something. Nah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you seem like you have something on your mind. Okay. Um, Unnecessary mic race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if 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 I had to buy seasons tickets right now, uh, I am a big basketball guy. I would actually buy seasons tickets today for the Philadelphia 76ers. Wow, he loves them. Um, I think what they've got going on there is going to be something pretty special in the years to come. And Philly is a fucking heck of a sports town. They love the, they love their sports. They're blue collar. It sounds like just a really great sports city. Great atmosphere. Uh, Embiid, Simmons, and um, cheese steaks. Yeah, like I, I just think I think they are going to be the team to watch in the next few years, and I would I would love to have season tickets for for them. Tom Hanks got AIDS there. 
think that was a <laughs> in the streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> that's okay. That, that's okay. But, but yeah, I think yeah, I think Phil, I think the Philadelphia 76ers, I think that that would be money well spent, and um, they're an exciting team to watch. And then not only that, Rocky they're Balboa. in the they're in the East, and they'll have great uh, you know great matchups, and you know probably rivalries here with maybe Cleveland if LeBron stays and all that stuff. So yeah, I, th- I would say Sixers. Sixers, nice. Yeah. Philadelphia is a good good sports city. They're winning championships now. They are. Or maybe the new Boston. You never know. Yeah. Mike, who's your who's your passion for? First, I got to say this is a great question. So, thanks for coming up with it. Um, oh wow. Yeah, okay. No kissing ass for points. points. Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter. You got All points. Right. Well, let's deviate a bit. Uh, I have a question <laughs> for Nelson and Jeff. How do you guys sit like that? Doesn't that hurt your knees? No. Actually, no. I'm quite. I'm actually <laughs> quite comfortable. If I try and sit like that, after two minutes, I can't straighten my knee. Oh, oh. you're a runner. Arthritis. Yeah. Bur- no, I have no, knee problems too. I can't do that. I'm in, I'm in fine no. shape. I'm, it's nothing I'm, to do with that. I'm actually quite comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I think you should get your knees checked if you can no, sit I'm, like that. I'm, I'm Look good. At all the pressure you're putting on your knee. It's all good. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to your question. Uh, I, I struggled with this one, but I've decided. I would go for uh, New York Knicks season's tickets. Whoa. Reason being, yep. uh, you know, Jeff, I like your answer of the 76ers, but you're focusing on one team. I think when you go with the Knicks, uh, you can focus on the whole league because every player, well I think, dreams of growing up and playing at ah. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, good and answer. And I think there's been a lot of great games there because guys really rise to the occasion, or they wilt under the pressure of playing there. And I would love nothing more than sitting in the middle of that crowd and just listening to the the basketball knowledge that flows mm-hmm. through those stands and uh, from Spike Lee, yeah. oh. so I would say Joe Pesci. Hmm. Yeah, that's I like that. That's, that's a, good a good answer. answer. That's a good answer. He's, yeah. he's thinking arena. He's thinking yeah. atmosphere. He's yeah. thinking doesn't even care about the home team necessarily. I, that's where legends are made. If I have to pick a basketball team, I would probably pick the Celtics mm-hmm. though right now. Like the Celtics. You already answered <laughs> the question. Hey, I'm just. <laughs> We're just talking about a basketball Which team. Liverpool and Liverpool the Celtics. Is your final answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's all right. Good Context. points. Points for everyone. I gave you extra points because that was a great answer. A very great answer. <laughs> and and he also commented on how brilliant of a question it was. So oh, extra hell, exactly what, where it was coming from. Hey hey hey! Wow. Brought my headphones and yeah, yeah so the guy listens. Wow. Bring some other stuff. Says the defending champion. Who's big in Japan? Who's big in Japan? <laughs> Next question, and this is probably hits home for most of us here. Shoe culture. Shoe culture is uh, such a big thing in sports, such a big thing in our lives, I guess. Um, but in sports, it's, it's very prevalent in basketball. So the question is, why is shoe culture so important in basketball and not so much in the other sports? We'll start. Well, let's start with Nelson. I think that's a good start. I think. I think. Whoa. Feeling lucky. I think the thing is, though, it just kind of worked itself really well with Michael Jordan, and like the. Just the the aura that he had about him and the things that he could do, and it just like worked so well when Nike started advertising and and promoting him and I think that just and then you related to related to the fact that he's black and then you know 
in that time, in that era. And in, and it, it's, it was very street, I think, like the shoes that were coming out. And, you know, that's how all that stuff kind of comes to fruition. I it think. became I don't cool. Know. Yeah. It became cool to wear shoes. It sounds maybe like somewhat racist, but no, I think that's oh, kind of what it is. It's like I, rap. I know what you mean. Right? It became urban. And plus, like some of those Street other sports, crap. it's like you're wearing cleats in soccer. Like, how do you – you can't really wear it as an everyday thing. Yeah, that's true. And, and I, that's a good point because I actually wanted to touch on that point. Cleats are used in um, baseball, soccer, baseball. soccer basketball, uh, football, sorry. Um, but they, they don't spend enough time designing nice cleats. Uh, right. That's I think that's changed. Uh, that's changed big time. You look there's at some nice cleats. There's some nice cleats. Yeah, you're, that, oh, yeah, I think that's a great point though. Is like you, basketball shoes are pretty much the only thing you can wear. Anyway, day to day. Yeah, not can wear a pair of fucking skates. Well, oh, I got my new joggers yesterday. <laughs> that's not gonna work. Is <laughs> the <it>? Air joggers. <laughs> no, but that goes. I'm walking on the my Slovakian <laughs> colors. <laughs> I, but I mean, I. You think the way Jeff and Nelson sit would hurt their knees? Try walking around a pair of skates all day. <laughs> Fuck up your knees and your ankles. <laughs> but it's it even okay. Remove the cleats part of the conversation. Basketball shoes, great. You can wear them. Any, you can wear tennis shoes all the time too. But tennis shoes is not a big thing. Um, I have an answer for that too. You have an answer for that too. Great. What's your answer for that? Well, because let's. It all comes down to jumping. And when Nike Air came out and putting air in the bottom of the shoes and like literally part of the the marketing scheme when basketball shoes came out was to help you jump higher. Right. <laughs> Am I right? No, it totally was. Am I right? Losers, no. trust me. No. Losers you like are, you, when so you were young, you bought, you thought you thought you could fucking jump higher. Because basketball is all about jumping and incorrect. mad hops and shit like that in the dunk competition. <laughs> it's got to be the shoes. It was it's, the it's all about jumping. White men can't jump, so white men buy nice shoes. You're, you're incorrect. You're incorrect on that one. But Fuck you. No, white people buy nice shoes, basketball shoes, because they think they can jump higher when they wear them. He sounded Simple Asian. That. White man buy shoe. White, white man, man buy, buy nice shoe. shoe. Jump high. So Is that what, how you buy those ones? <laughs> let's, let's move on to you. Vietnam has great shoe culture. I bought some. Vietnam. Knock off Nikes. I think it was last Air. year, two years ago when I was in Vietnam. Fuck those things. Air foes. They they're still they're still working kind of I don't know. Oh duck bear, the air fold duck bear. Okay. Shoe culture. Why is it so important in basketball, not in other sports? Um, I I, I think like to Nelson's point, I, I think Jordan and Nike had a big play in that. Um, but on the flip side to it, I don't. Shoe culture is huge. Like, don't they have Air Max ninety Air Max Day? Like, that's pretty big. Shoe culture twenty six. But yeah. but my point is basketball for whatever reason gets like a little nudge higher. True. Yes. Like everyone cares about what the players' shoes are sometimes. Right. right. There are sites dedicated to this. Right. Right. Who's got the best shoe game in the league? Yeah. Who, who gives a shit really? But to be honest, I think they're it's 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 going away from that now too. With I think shoes being more lifestyle and being associated with rappers and things like that. I think that's becoming more but of a I thing. But I also think, though, too, in basketball, like, you know, then this, this ties into the whole question here about the shoes is, you know, if you look at it, the NBA, too, is also doing, it's all about fashion, too. Like, when, years ago, 
before games and all that stuff, how often did cameras like show us like, oh, what are the players wearing today, right? Like now it's like, oh, look what they're wearing. Like look what the Cavs wear. They're all wearing the same suits. And then what's Westbrook wearing? What's Harden wearing? All that stuff. I think this is just the the players the created generation that though. That we live in now, and that like the this is just the, the players way created that. They did, and I think you know from a shoe culture standpoint, I think. Um, that just kind of es- just escalated based on, you know, it's just the fashion industry, that, the generation that we're in now. I think everyone's big on fashion, and, you know, that t- goes down all the way to the shoe game now, right? Like, it's just... Okay. I don't know if that's... That's probably not the greatest answer, but that's the only thing I can really think of. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I was going to agree with the, the cleats point, but I think a basketball player is the most recognizable athlete on the planet, uh, maybe along with soccer players, for the simple fact they don't wear any padding. Uh, you're looking at the player, what you see is what you get. No helmets. Uh, if you saw these guys walking through the airport, you know immediately they're basketball players because they're so much taller than everybody else. Um, so I think it's just how you identify with, with the player. Uh, football players, would you really recognize a lot of these guys if you saw them walking down the street? No, because yeah, on TV they've always got helmets on, they've got pads. Hey, I was standing right next to Edward in Canarsion, uh, you know, a month and a half ago. C- couldn't figure out who it was, but um, I think I think they're just more recognizable. So people pay more attention to to the fashion they're they're putting out there. That's a good point. I'm okay with that. I'm glad. Not that I have to be okay with that, but that's that's a good point. Now you you just responded to things. What is your thoughts on this? No, that that actually was my thought that. Seriously, basketball is associated with jumping, okay. and that's where the shoes that's came wrong. into it. That's wrong. It's like totally, it's totally fucking true. I don't care what you guys say. You're wrong. No, I remember. Nike I remember. Airs were designed for runners. For jumping. No. Jumping higher. Runners. Like Nike was, Nike and Adidas were big even before Jordan came out. But I think Jordan. Just Reebok kind of pumps were bigger back in the day. Yeah. But I, I think just Jordan, Jordan elevated it just because he was just larger than life and he was just yeah. something. Turn this off camera. Yeah. You're right about the music angle, though, because Run DMC is the ones that first brought it with the Adidas Superstars. Yeah. That was way back before basketball shoes became a thing. Just casual shoes, right? I don't. I think. Look at Cam's shoes. He's not worried about jumping. He's. There's no air pockets. There's no air pockets in there. That's just, that's going to hurt your knee as much as sitting like Jeff. (laughs) 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 That is true. Next question. Next question. Next question. Hey, Mike, is that better? You have a vagina. Somewhat. (laughs) Depends who you ask. We'll start with, uh, we'll start with Jeff on this one. What sports movie is due for a remake? And who would you cast as the lead? Actually, this is a really good question. No, I'm actually dead serious. Okay. I love this question. Okay, you're going to get points. Don't worry. Um, what sports movies do for a remake, and who would you cast as the lead for said film? What's due for a remake right now, Happy Gilmore 2. Okay. <laughs> starring Adam Sandler again. Well, of course. On the senior PGA Tour. <laughs> Featuring special guest star, then Spe- a special guest star, Shooter McGavin. Just bring in <laughs> the bring same, back. bring the same cast because that is such a fucking classic and sports Chubbs. movie. 
Bringing Chubbs back. Lee Trevino can make an appearance. Bob Barker still alive? Bob Barker still alive. Bring him in there. That movie is one of the funniest sports movies of all time. Happy Gilmore 2. Happy Gilmore 2. I kind of make, expected someone to say Happy Gilmore 2, but I, I, I wasn't going to guess you. But Yeah, that, uh, that that was an easy answer. That's one of my all-time favorite sports movies. There's a lot of other great like drama ones. Uh, yeah. You know, like, you know, he's got a game and like, above the rim and you know like slap shot those ones but like happy gilmore is just it's a fucking classic that's his favorite happy yeah gilmore. it's a great one let's jump to mike i think blue chips needs to be remade blue chips sucks so bad the first time <laughs> that's why it needs to be remade yeah. this time we're going to be featuring zion williamson oh my god oh and what of course al pacino as a rick patino type <laughs> coach Al Pacino and Zion Williamson. We don't even know if Zion Williamson can act, but then again, Shaq couldn't either. So that is okay. That is okay. Blue chips. So college, same story. You mean like yeah, college. same kind of story. You discover Zion in a in a cave somewhere, and turns out <laughs> that, he can throw down some that's sick racist. dunks. In a cave somewhere. Isn't that where they found Shaq in that movie? I never saw Blue Chips. <laughs> you didn't see Blue Chips? <laughs> you want a remake? You haven't even seen it yet? I saw it, you, I saw look, it in the theaters. Do you want me to watch Star Wars or Blue Chips? Pick, it on, Star pick Wars. one. I can. Star Wars. Star Wars. No, may, may the 4th be with May you. It's May the 4th, but I'm not going to rush home and it's watch it. It's soon going to be Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> and what happens on Cinco de Mayo? Your we knee don't hurts. <laughs> the Mayo truck arrives? Where you well, maybe for, maybe for four of us. <laughs> <laughs> Who's wow. not? Probably Nelson. The way things are going anymore. <laughs> well, mayo is just lighter, lower calorie mayo. <laughs> Cam, what sports? Oh, my movie? turn. Yeah, what sports movie needs a remake, buddy? Well, my initial reaction to this question was Major League because that's my oh, favorite that's sports movie. movie. Yeah. But they, you know they, what? I thought about it. That Major League was so good. You you can't remake that. But it they made a Major League too. I know, but you would be Major League Three, dumbass. Okay, well, just <laughs> anyways, I think you're like an original I'm not one. done yet. <laughs> that was my initial reaction, like I said, but that's not my answer. Um, my answer is. Oh, he's going to. <laughs> no, I just forgot the t- title. Um, a League of Their Own. Oh, it's baseball. Yeah, exactly, okay, yeah, yeah. but oh, like the, the female baseball, the women's and baseball team, led right? by who? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, well Justin Verlander's little um, Kate Upton. Kate Upton, for sure. And oh, I see. What you're I'm, saying. Waiting, oh. I'm waiting to see if you're if you're going to name her. Who? Just I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting. I could list off an entire roster for that fucking movie. Who's one? This would basically be a porn movie. To be honest. <laughs> the one female actress or movie star. That is obsessed with baseball. Oh, oh my God! On. I wanted Alyssa like, Milano. There it is. Oh, yes. that would be yeah. Kate Upton, Alyssa Milano, Mila Kunis. Oh God! Oh my God! Eliza Dushku. No, uh, you could just go Cinco on and de Mayo on. just came early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah should League of Their Own and be like Cuthbert. soft, softcore porn, basically. And with the hot, the, you just get the nine hottest women on the face of the earth, and we but call Kate it Upton would be the star. A league, a league to, a league of their bone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. That'd um, be all right, wouldn't but it? that would that would be my choice for remake, and it would be it would be fucking good. That I like. It. I'll even direct it if I have to. Wow, starring it too probably. <laughs> but yeah, starring yeah. it. Yeah, you know they're gonna as, have as the Tom Hanks. But you know there'll be a theme and they'll be playing baseball or whatever. But you know on the the personal side of things when they're when they're outside of the diamond outside the foul lines. They're going to be fighting over a man. 
Just a and warning, Rosie O'Donnell will want to join that cast. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's this remake. There's a reason why that new movie needs to be remade, and it's to f- we got to change that cast, complete <laughs> overhaul that fucking cast. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's my choice. League of Their Bone. Okay. League of Their Bone. Um, I really enjoyed that movie when I was growing up. Rudy. 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 Starring Frodo, or is that Frodo? Frodo. Frodo. No, yeah. it was a uh, or the other. I forgot which guy. No, Sean Astin. Is yes. Rosie. He's one of the yeah, trolls, isn't he? Yeah, sure. I think so. But I was thinking... Um, same story, right? Same story. Remade, but... And I was starting. thinking, like, having Dwayne The Rock Johnson... <laughs> as Rudy? As Rudy. <laughs> yeah, I can but see that. Was, that, that would probably be too much, so then I thought about the last couple of movies I've seen that had both Kevin Hart and The Rock in it. I think Kevin Hart as Rudy would be quite... So you want it to be a comedy now? Well, it wouldn't be comedic. <laughs> it would still be that serious. If you put Kevin Hart in that movie, it's comedic. He doesn't uh, do anything else. <laughs> I don't know. You, you never know. He might have a different side of his acting. And then I would have... Um, his act. <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're, you're taking advantage of the fact that he's a small guy. Yeah. That's, that's the key. I think that's what you're really yeah. getting at. Rudy starring Kevin Hart. Hmm. And then maybe have Jerry... Jer- was it Jerry Sandowski? Dusky? The Penn State coach <laughs> within that movie. So to as the coach. The, to molest the... To really then add that flavor of like the suffering and pain that football <laughs> players have to go through. Oh, my God. This is the co- a comedy slash... It's a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it's deep. Comedy, it's drama, thriller. Right you don't Whoa. know what you could get out of this. Wow. I think it'd be amazing. Dennis. So can, yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. What about you? Yes. Me? Yeah, if you were to... Uh, you know, I didn't really think too hard about this, but um, I, I do like the Mighty Ducks, D2, and I would put... Um, what, what's his name? Uh, the brother, Charlie Sheen's brother. No, no, Charlie Sheen, actually. That's who it is. Emilio Estevez was the original. Put Charlie Sheen as the coach <laughs> instead. Winning. <laughs> and then make it, because of the theme of the day right now and the theme of the how the world is, put the entire female hockey team as the D2. Oh, uh-huh. mm. the rest rates itself. Yeah, wow. but, but hot. All right. Not, not I'll give cool. you points for that one. Thanks. That's, that's good. You know, D, D2 is fun. Mm. It's light. I like it. All right, points for everybody. I've uh, tallied. Oh, you guys are pretty close, actually. So uh, last segment. Oh, no, second last segment. This is the trivia questions. Cam's going to do well here. I know it. Next segment is Knowledge is Power, which is basically our trivia part of the show. Um, and this month, or in this show, the topic is the NBA playoffs all time. So not multiple choice, because I think you know the answers to this. So all I'm going to ask you to do is kind of bark. I don't have the noisemakers today. <laughs> well, that's a little excessive. But if you just bark, I'll, I'll know who said what, and I'll, I'll point to you and... And we'll do it that way. So let's let's start it off, and you'll see how this goes. Okay? Because <laughs> you're gonna bang it. <laughs> bang. But I'll, I can hear it. I can hear what if you're you buzz in by barking or something, or making a noise. Okay? First of all, question number one: Who is the playoff scoring leader all time? Leonard. Yeah! Roof. You have to bark it. What did you? You? I heard you. Michael Jordan. No. No. Oh. Magic Johnson. No. Roof. 
Kobe Bryant? No. Oh. Free guess. LeBron James. LeBron James. Oh. LeBron James has 6,940 points and counting. The next is Michael Jordan at 5,900 points. So points for Mike. See, I told you this is going to separate everyone. Question number two. Mike studied. Um, he doesn't know what to study, though. Right? He took notes. He studied. <laughs> Question number two. Who has played the most playoff games all time? Ruff. Michael Jordan. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. AC Green. No. I like where your head's going, though. Yeah. Yeah. Answer. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No. Tim Duncan. No. Okay, open it up again. I thought this would be an easy one. Uh, Roof. Oh. Roof. Kobe Bryant. No. Magic Johnson. No. Roof. Robert Parrish. No. Think more recent. More recent. He's played on several teams. Roof. Robert Ory. No. Getting close, though. Derek Fisher. Dude, there you go. Really? Holy shit. Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher is the leader, and I'm just trying to pull it up here. He has 259 games all time. Uh, Tim Duncan's next with 251, and then Robert Ory with 244. Someone guessed Tim Duncan? Yep, I did. He guessed Duncan and Ory, so it was good. Uh, so that's points again for Mike. Oh, my God. Mike is running away with this. He is running away. Question number three, who holds the record for most points scored in a single playoff game? Yeah. Yeah. Michael Jordan. How many? 63. Oh, he Boston got it. Boston Garden, 1986. <laughs> he got yeah. it. Wow. I didn't know the date, but I knew it was Boston. He, he got it. Mike, I think it was in a losing effort. Losing effort in overtime. Double, 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 double overtime. Double overtime. That was a crossover on Larry Bird, right? That's right. That's yes. the one. Question number. Mike, he looks so locked in right now. He is. Jordan's only other game scoring higher was 69 points against the Cleveland Cavaliers in a win. Eat that. That was in a regular playoff. That was in Cleveland. Regular season. Regular season, right? <laughs> he's, he's locked in. Question number four. Who holds the all-time playoff assists record? Yeah. Like career assists or in a game? All-time playoffs assists. All-time. <laughs> Next. Magic Johnson. Okay, well, you didn't buzz, but yeah, sure. Oh. Magic Johnson, sorry. Yeah. 2,346. 2,346. Yeah, I was going to go Stockton on that one. Uh, Stockton is next with 1,800. Ah. So there's 500 assist gap. It's a big Holy gap. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, number five. Who has the most playoff triple doubles? Beep. LeBron. No. Beep. Magic Johnson? Magic Johnson. He has nine. Hmm? Magic has nine, right? No, he has lots. Oh, wait. LeBron has 21. Magic has like 30. 30. Holy shit. Jeez. <sighs> I'm out. I'm done. Studying. <laughs> studying. It's crazy. He is studying. Fuck. Which NBA legend has played the most playoff games without winning a championship? Without. Beep. John Stockton. No. Fuck. Carl Malone. Carl Malone. No. 
Carl Carl Malone is at 193. John Stockton's at 182. So oh. that extra playoff when he went to LA. Lakers push. It, otherwise, it probably would have been tied. Probably, I don't know. So Nelson Nelson's catching up. Oh no! Nelson's making a run He's for in the it. Lead, isn't he? Uh, I don't know yet. I have to add them up. Uh, so I I forgot the other question. Okay, the other question I had was, who is the only number eight seed to ever make the NBA Finals? New York Knicks. New York Knicks. Well, <laughs> Jeff, you're correct. In yeah, the lockout shortened season. 1999. <laughs> they beat the Miami Heat. Yes. Yes. And they lost to the San Antonio Spurs. They were number eight seed. Yeah. They were the number yeah, eight seed. Led by Marcus Cambion, LJ. What year was that? 94? 99. 99? That was a great run by them, too. That's yeah. the Larry Johnson four-point play. That yeah. is the Allen Houston buzzer beater Florida. in yeah. Miami. Like, they had a great run. That was a fantastic oh. run there. Um, I had another question, but it's not here, so I don't remember it. So that'll be it for knowledge is power. No. Cam did such a fantastic job, Mr. Basketball. Yeah, easy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said you were Mr. Basketball. He's waiting that. for the three-on-three tournament. That's what he does. That, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about more of that the in, in a second. The McBurney fadeaway? Travel. Travel. Why do I get the sense your best move is the box out? Actually, I remember playing Cam with Cam in the university days. His his move is the the fadeaway. I do remember that. Cam Cam could do a fadeaway like a like a LeBron James. There's no way I can guard that kind of fadeaway because he just jumps so far away. It's got to be the shoes, then, eh? The Vietnamese Nike definitely Airs. shoes. They help you jump higher. <laughs> <laughs> the Air Foes from <laughs> Vietnam. All right, next. The everyone's favorite segment, Rancher's Market, coming up next. All right, last segment, it is Rancher's Market, um, a personal favorite of mine, and I think everyone else's as well. Uh, here's a chance to redeem your points that you've earned throughout the show into seconds for your rant. And the rant could be about absolutely anything you want. So um, this is, again, this is my favorite part. So I'll run down the list here. Um, Cam earned 25 points, so he has 25 seconds. Jeff earned 30 points, which equals 30 seconds. And the winners for this episode are Mike and Nelson, both with 40 points, 40 seconds to rant. So Congratulations, we'll, guys. Oh, points for that. I'm going to give you points for that. Just Still not at my level, but congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for that, I'm going to give you an extra five seconds. So you have 30 yes! seconds now. You have 30 right. seconds, and um, let me just uh, get the timer here so, it's, you know, keep it honest. Because sometimes rants, they leak until a little bit, little bit longer than they have to. But uh, Yeah, cut me off. I would, not, I would not cut you off. That'd be rude. All right, 30 seconds, Cam. All Ready? Right. And go. I'm going to keep it sports-related this week because the previous weeks I haven't. Um, we've talked a lot, about, a lot about basketball. For those baseball fans out there this week uh, or this month or whatever, um, baseball may, uh, instant replay has to be the worst fucking <laughs> system I've ever seen in my life. It takes forever, and they still do not get the fucking call right. It is a fucking joke. They screw it up every time. It's obvious, and my time is already up. And fuck the humble Broncos. <laughs> they do not deserve all that attention. That's <laughs> fairly strong words. Yeah. He had to squeeze it in there because he realized he didn't make a solid point. 
in the first 25 seconds. Pressure. I think you. Because. I think you just let Jeff off the hook for that Serena Williams comment. <laughs> one. Your your build up was was very good, yeah. but then you realize, oh shit, I gotta rush this. Humble Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, you have 30 seconds as well, starting now. Uh, I'm just going to rant about the city of Calgary and their fucking decision about whether they should host the winter games or put a bid in or not fucking put a bid in. Either you want it or you don't. You guys have no fucking problem putting public art in God knows every fucking quadrant of this goddamn city. That doesn't seem to be a fucking problem. But if you want to make yourself internationally known and artistic, the way to do that is bring the fucking Olympics back into Calgary. It would be a great fucking uh, thing for it. It would be a great event for... The, the market, the economy, and all that stuff, just fucking put a bid in. It's fucking that easy. All right. You want the Olympics? I do. What, you're out of your goddamn mind. No, fuck, yeah, it's you're, awesome. You're talking like someone who doesn't pay tax in this city. You live in Airdrie. Uh, that's right. <laughs> doesn't matter to you. <laughs> My next rancher's market will be about Airdrie. Oh, fuck. <laughs> wow. Normally, I would have said no to the Olympics, but fuck, those figure skaters, the female <laughs> figure skaters are so hot. Bring as many of those fucking things to the city as possible. Things. Things. God. I fuck their asses. And when they do those spins and you can literally see their vagina, it's fucking amazing. Bring the Olympics. Bring the World Figure Skating Championships <laughs> to your to apartment. Calgary. To your apartment. And after, after party at my, <laughs> at my place. <laughs> Calgary strong. Hashtag. Wow. <laughs> I, I I want, just from that, I want to bring the figure skating championships to you. Yeah, fuck the rest of the sport. Yeah, just, just that one. You're just going to get sport. all the tickets to all those, and that's where you're going to see the five or six of us sitting there. Yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> what a sow cow that was. All right. Uh, Nelson, you have 40 wonderful seconds starting now. So I work in the pipeline industry, obviously. 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 And Trudeau is just making a mess of this country oh, right now. Yeah. I am not a political person. I don't give a shit about it half the time. But it actually affects the things I do. Jeff, stop that. In terms of my work. And I think he just doesn't seem to know what he's doing, trying to run this government. He makes Trump look like a brilliant man in terms of... Moving our moving our, moving his economy forward in the states, Justin Trudeau. He's trying to like make everyone happy and lovey dovey, feel good, and he's not getting anywhere with our country. And he's just gonna make us a third world country one day. <laughs> Done. Yeah, that, that's strong. Yeah, well, he dresses like he lives in one with those <laughs> fucking Pacquiao fits he always wears. <laughs> it's and like he lost his luggage on his way to India and had to go to Punjabi Gap. <laughs> Punjabi <laughs> Gap. <laughs> uh, we just lost more sponsors. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Punjabi Gap was going to sponsor. Well, you never know. I mean, you got to tap the worldwide market somewhere. That's 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 at least another hundred million people there. So I don't know. I don't know how many yeah, Punjabis are. <laughs> All right, and finally tied for first again. Mike, forty points, forty seconds. Ranchers Market starts for you right now. Unfortunately, I'm kind of in a mellow mood this evening, and I, while I'd love to rant about all levels of government, uh, interior designers, and the inexplicable <laughs> hatred towards LeBron James exhibited by most people, uh, 
Perhaps the thing I'm most pissed off about lately in the world of sports is Patrick Reed winning the Masters. <laughs> this guy is just a little dumpy shit who doesn't understand the dignity of the game of golf. He's stolen from his previous teammates. He has a history of alleged cheating on the course. And to see him slip on the green jacket was personally painful. And I'm done. <laughs> Oh, I tell wow. you, I tell you all the time how much I enjoy Ranchers Market. I enjoy the show in general, but Ranchers Market is my favorite because I get to learn a little bit more about you guys, and that's the important thing. Learning after all these years, after all these years, I learned something a little bit more. I, I didn't know how much you hated Patrick Reed. I knew you had a dislike for him, but now Charles Barkley, what would he do to that guy's face? God, never punch him Draymond. in the face. Yeah, never mind Draymond Green. <laughs> punch him in the face. So we have, what was yours again? Baseball Instant Replay and the Humboldt fucking Dragons or whatever they're called. Fuck them. Well, not, not fuck them, but they got way too much attention. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying that. Thank you. They're, they're dead anyway, so they got fucked, but whatever. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's funny, but... <laughs> Some people won't this think that's This is how you funny. get on the news. <laughs> <laughs> publicity. Good publicity. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, any Justin, good any good? Yeah, that's true. Justin Trudeau over there. Um, the Calgary Olympics over here. Oh, man. I can't believe you want the Olympics here. You're skating, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing it. I, I want the Olympics. I do. I remember it. I remember it when it was here in '88, and you know, I was—I think what grade five, six, or something like that. Ten, but grade five. Yeah. It was—it was an awesome time, and I know, like Dennis, you went out to Vancouver when they had it in 2010, and like just the atmospheres there it's and awesome. all that stuff. And like I said, if Nenshi's fucking going around talking about oh, bring put Calgary on the international map, well, what better way to do that than fucking get the Olympics here? Aren't we already on the map? Yeah. This, no, this we're mayor not. Is this trying to make a name for himself. Dead people in what I don't like and about he can't decide. He's this. We're not that, on the map. He's already been over to. But Korea what I don't like about Olympics. this, the guy's a fucking waste of space. <laughs> what I don't like about Nenshi though promoting the Olympics. <laughs> yes. Yes. The the thing that doesn't make sense is that he's promoting the Olympics, but yet he doesn't want to fucking build a like an arena. Yes. He's going to be forced to do that though. You, you, you know, know what? Be forced. Do you want to know what's going to happen? The luge is going to go down the bike lanes. <laughs> I I hope so. <laughs> Make well, use of the yeah, bike lanes. At least get some use. Make some use of the bike lanes. He wants to have the games for free, basically, is what it is. He does not yeah, want to invest no, too much in this city. That's partly true, yeah. And he's going to do bobsled on the C-Train track, and that's cool, too. Yeah. Maybe they can finally make the uh, the C-Train line through downtown underground when they were supposed to do that originally in 88. Not going to happen. Makes too much sense. Not going to happen. All right. But Bring the Olympics here. <laughs> No, Said, thank you. Says the person who Light doesn't live in Calgary. We already have Stampede. <laughs> hey, 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 Airdrie will host figure skating. We got some. <laughs> we have some outdoor rinks up there. Yes, after party at my place. And there we go. That is episode four of uh, Six Pack and Shade. Take us out, Cam, with your beautiful outro.